When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Our crew with us, Chantel and Julian along the way. Hi, Gordon. Larry, how are we feeling tonight, my man? This is the night you want that extra hour. Usually we do two hours. Tonight we'll do three. I'm not sure that today is the day. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe today is the day because you have a lot to get off your chest. I, I, I would rather be in one of those rooms, Gordon, you know, where they give you the thing that you can break stuff with. Right. And you just go in and there's old toasters and TVs mm-hmm. and stuff. They and they give you, you a sledgehammer. And you just go wild. Mm-hmm. And you just go in there and you start throwing and slamming and, and just getting rid of stuff. Gordon, that was me yesterday in the eighth inning. That was me. That was me. Just... What is what 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 is going on here, Gordon? For the amount of money that this team—I'm talking about the New York Mets, obviously—for the amount of money that Steve Cohen is paying for this talent, you mean to tell me you can't find a pitcher that can't that that doesn't know how to hit two batters back to back? He's got to be somebody. You mean to tell me you would end up with a guy like that? That's what you would do. You would have a guy like that. Gordon, knowing that you've got David Robertson in the bullpen. So get get this. Logically, do I get what Buck Showalter was thinking? I need him for the ninth inning. I'm going to save him. <laughs> Buck, Buck, that, closed, that play went out the window, baby. When they t- Even when they tied the game, I'm still bringing him in. Gordon, when they tied it, I'm bringing him in. Even if I didn't bring him in before. You think that this guy can't hit another guy? He was, Gordon, he melted in front of your eyes on the mound. You could see it. He was done. Brigham was done. There was nothing else he could do. And he still didn't go to the bullpen. And let me tell you this, Gordon. When Gary Cohen, the Met mm. broadcaster, mm. blames the manager for the game, you know it's bad. <laughs> it's like when you lost Cronkite. That's right. If you lose Gary Cohen, man, you're in trouble. It's bad. They are, Gordon, eight and a half games behind the wild card spot. Not two and a half. Not three and a half. (laughs) Eight and a half, Gordon. And do you know how many teams that translates into? It's like Uh six or seven teams. Basically everybody, but like two or three teams. You know, it's it's. If I had, if I, if I didn't have a little bit of logic left, a little bit, I would say the season's over. I would tell you right now, the season's over. But logically, it'll be July, the end of the week, after the beach bash down there with the, mm-hmm. you know, with Barton Hahn and the K Show and DP and Rothenberg this Friday. If this was July 30th, I would tell you we're done. They still have another month. I'm holding out a little bit of hope, but I, I don't know, right? You know, a couple of years, I think it was 2020. What was the year the Jets won the two games? I think that was 2020. Uh, words did not properly uh, describe how bad the Jets were that year. 
And I came up with the phrase, the 2020 Jets, you have to see it to believe it. The words would not do it justice. And I think that now the Mets record is not as bad as that Jets team was, but it's the same kind of affliction where you act. It's not just that they lose games. They lose games in, in ways that defy logic of a professional major league team to have two hit batters and Turner almost got hit by the pitch before <laughs> the pitch he got hit by. Yeah, I know. Drop fly balls. Uh, the, Double I mean, pumped in, infield play. Uh, I, I mean, oh. just a nightmare left and right. Oh. And it does kind of feel, and I felt like this a couple of weeks ago, and nothing that has happened over the last couple of weeks has changed my opinion. If anything, it's just kind of ingrained it more in my brain. This Mets team does not respond to pressure. When they are pressured, they melt down. We saw it last year when they were leading the division last year. Every day you turned on the TV, the Mets were winning. Yep. First inning, they'd score a run. Second innings, they'd score a run. They were winning every single day. And then as we got to the end of the season, they had that series against Atlanta, and they oh. completely melted down. And now they still got into the playoffs, but when they got into the playoffs, a deciding game three at home, it was so bad the manager's checking the starting pitcher's ears to try and find a spark. And then this year, with all the money that they have spent – they came into the year with expectations higher than ever before, uh, certainly higher than they've been in a very long time, and they have never seemed right this year. They have been just the opposite of last year. Last year, it was they were winning all the time. This year, they're losing all the time. Last year, they were buttoned up. They were, they, they were crisp. They played with a sharpness. This year, it's like they never played baseball before, and they invent ways to lose. And that is not what you want for your baseball team. I, I, I know you're saying you have another month. Mathematically, that is true. I would think if you don't see something during this homestand, some level of consistency, because that's the problem. It's not just their, what their record is. It's not just how many teams are in front of them. It's not just the situation. They can't do anything good consistently on a day-in and day-out basis. There's nothing to count on. There's no aspect of the Mets where you say, you know what, at least we got this. Because every single day, it's something new. And this week in Philadelphia, oh. again, as you said, if you, when you lose Gary Cohen, that's bad. And it was clear by his the way he wrapped up that broadcast yesterday, they, they have lost Gary Cohen. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll hear from Gary in a couple of seconds because we'll replay it. And when I heard it, Gordon, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah that's 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 pretty bad <laughs> that's pretty bad and see once again gordon what happens lindor home run alonzo home run runs on the board gordon mm -hmm. runs on the board they had a lead can't hold it can't hold it and i think lagreca said it early he said it best going into the month of june they had they were, as far as errors were concerned for the team, they were, you know, way down. Gordon, they might be near the top right now. And, Every and that, game they make an error, at least one. If, if it's not base running, it's fielding. At least one. And, and in this day and age in baseball, it's almost hard to get errors charged to players, right? Like scoring, yeah. it seems like, is just completely off the charts. For, so for you to get – there's almost on a nightly basis now, you can see plays and say, well, that's an error, and it's not ruled an error. So that's for right. the Mets to have this many errors, fielding errors, it's almost impossible to believe because they probably should have had more. I know. I know. <laughs> Thanks, Gordon.
<laughs> I appreciate that. You're telling me it could be even worse. <laughs> I, 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 it's amazing. And, and, and what's also in, incredible, this is a bad baseball team no matter how much money. If you were in the top 10, if you were in the top half of spending in baseball, this would be a bad baseball team. The fact that they have spent more, by far more than anybody else, and the gap between one and two probably is the widest it's been in any sport at any time, it's, it's, it's impossible to believe that they can be this bad. But every time you think, well, this is rock bottom, they find a new level of low. They, they go from the basement to the sub-basement. They find some crawl space underneath. They find something. There's tunnels. There's caves underneath where they are. So hopefully you got to hope that this homestand is where it finally turns around. Because if it's not here, if it's not now, I don't think it's coming. I agree with you. I really do. Because there's nothing that you can hang your hat on nothing. to say this is where they turn it around. There's not, and I, and I told you this last week, Gordon, I'm not even, I, of course we're not thinking about playoffs, not any of that. Can I just get a week? I wanted two weeks. Can I just, now I'll settle for a week of just consistent play where everything works. You score, even if, you, Gordon, even if you lose, you give me some runs, pitching's decent, Error-free, no base running mistakes. Even if you play, just just play fundamental baseball, Gordon. Can, can they just do that for me for a week? That's all I'm looking for from this team right now because they, they're not able to do it. It's it, They can't do it. And I, I, this was a 101-win team last year, Gordon. It's the same team. It's the same guys. It's, it's just – it is just – it has and been you, as maddening and frustrating as I've been. You, they need seven wins just to get back to 500, which you can't talk about anything uh, October postseason threatening until you can't be taken seriously until you get back to 500. The Mets are seven games under 500. I think they only have four wins this month. Is it four wins, five wins this month? So to think that you're going to roll off now six or seven in a row just simply to get back to break even, not happening. It doesn't seem that way. Not the way they're playing now. No. Certainly not the, not way, the way they're playing now. No. They can't even win two. How are they going to win seven? Yeah. 1-800-919-3776. We'll take your calls next on 9870 ESPN. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. But there should be no, that should not really be it. They, this is primarily a veteran team outside of, of Beatty and and uh, Alvarez. These these are all veteran guys. Even some of the the younger guys. I mean, Brandon Nimmo is still a veteran at this point. So I don't know. I don't understand why exactly they're having the issues. Uh, if that is the issue with leadership, uh, but that should that should not be a problem. They, uh, they're they're. They're probably one of the oldest teams in baseball. Yeah, yeah. Here's a uh, Gary Cohen, Gordon. He was the that was the final call on picks eleven. Here's what he had to say on SNY. But this was a truly awful loss for the Mets, who have now lost twelve times this year when scoring six or more runs, and this one by far the most painful. Now seven games under five hundred. No more words. He let the music play. <laughs> he ran out of war. He ran out of things to say. No, he didn't run out of things to say. No, he well, to things that job. he could say without losing his job. Yes, <laughs> things that would not uh, get an FCC complaint. <laughs> exactly. Spike's in St. Pete. What's up, Spike? This is my third time today. I got to talk someone off the ledge. A friend of mine. It's you, Larry. I talked to my best friend, who's a diehard Met fan. One of my sons, a diehard Met fan. Uh, it can't get lower than that. And it's just don't say that. Just, oh, don't say no. that, Spike. Oh, don't no. say that. No, wait, wait. Look, oh, no. look how the, the narrative changed in a matter of minutes yesterday. The narrative would have been the Yankees come back, you know, uh, with the eighth inning rally, and they go ahead, and, and Cole struggled, but he was gutty, and he pulled it out. The Yankees' bullpen is as good as there is in baseball, I'm, I'm guessing, statistically. And uh, they're playing without their star player. You get crappy news. And then the Mets, I, I talked to the boys, and I'm trying to tell them. They said, why did he do it? First of all, I don't know the answer. I don't know. I, I went back and forth with Larry on this day. I don't know. Because uh, the new expression is what? High leverage situation. Mm-hmm. And Buck, is, Buck has put Robertson in twice this year, in, in the seventh and the eighth, because the so-called need of the lineup came in. And, uh, and he only threw, what, 13 pitches the, the day before? Forget about the amount of outs. So he brings in guys. Uh, look, I don't follow baseball like hoops, but... I never heard of these guys. I'm looking them up. You guys must have known who they were, but barely, I'm guessing. Yeah. And and they just they, I know who they are now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's the and you know they won't play tonight. That's for damn sure. But guys, 
you ever see an inning with, with one hit, two guys hit by pitch, three or and four And walk? four runs. Uh, yeah, and, and he's Buck, Gordon, you know Buck from the Yankee days. He looks, he looks like he's in a daze or something, like he wants to get fired or something. And to make that stupid remark that's really offensive to older people, you know, do you want to know the day you're dying? You know, I mean, I, I don't get where he's coming from. Uh, maybe the game passed him by and the team looks like, uh, you're probably right, Gordon. I shouldn't say it. It can't get worse. I can't imagine it getting worse. But uh, I'll tell you the same thing, Larry. I told my son and I told my best friend. I'll tell, say it again to you. They're getting close to being where Philadelphia was last year at this time. They're catching up. You can't lose worse than that. I know I'm repeating myself, but there was no way they're blowing that lead. It's just really sad, and uh, you just got to get a new one tonight and see where it goes. I feel bad for you, Matt fans. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. But, um, you know, listen, uh, Gordon, Verlander pitches out of a bases loaded, one out jam. Oh my! I, he looked I was like he was taking that. a huge sigh of relief walking <laughs> off that like, mound. He's like, "Thank God," because I don't know what's happening. Yeah. They scored all those runs last night. I'm not getting any runs tonight. I know how this goes. I know how this goes. Oh, it's, it's just it's, well. In terms of leadership, it's not really leadership, but uh, when you're making as much as Justin Verlander is making, you're expected to perform, and he has got to. He has got yeah. to end the skid tonight. He has got to yes, go sir. out there and be vintage Justin Verlander because that's the only thing that he can do to impact this team right now. You know, Gordon, I glanced up. Uh, I'll get to the calls in a second. I glanced up and I saw Tellez at bat mm. for Milwaukee. And I'm like, they traded Vogelback? I mean, those guys are like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his similar build, yes. Those guys, boy, did we see? Bet you haven't seen them in, in, in the same place once. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable that they're, they're so similar. Although Vogelback might be just a tad heavier, Gordon. A just tad, a tad. Yes. Just yes. a tad. But both of those guys, like, whoa. Whew. Although he hits, he does. <laughs> Tell us, hits a little bit, a little better than yeah, Vogelback. Not so much Vogelback this year, but like yeah, that. he's he's um, he, he's a better all-around hitter than uh, Vogelback has been for sure. Dave's in Flushing. What's up, Dave? Hey, thanks for having me on the show. You know that caller that called up uh, earlier about uh, body language on the field and lack of leadership. I mentioned body language on a talk show earlier today, and um, you know. I really just think the Mets are in a place, and I mean, bounce this off of me, right? We've seen enough with athletes. You can go and look at as men, as much film as you want. It's very easy to look at the Mets right now without being a sports savant and actually see the lack of gumption in their play. And because of that and the payroll, Someone has got to pay the price. And I know there are people who are going to defend Buck Walter and say, oh, you know, this guy, you know, he's a good coach. He's had his moments. You also got to start looking at these guys saying, you know what, the game has kind of passed you by. You're not ready in the moment right now to do anything with this team. You don't have the clubhouse anymore. There has to be a change. It sounds harsh. Even, and I just throw one analogy at you and I'll let you go. When the Baltimore Ravens looked like they were going to say goodbye to Harbaugh, the season was over. They knew they weren't going to make the playoffs. They put in Jackson. That's when his career started. They ripped off, I think, four or six straight wins. He had command of the locker room. He threw in a quarterback after winning Super Bowls, and he made a drastic move, and it saved his career. Let me know what you think. Thanks. All right, Dave. Thanks for the phone call. 
Gordon, I just, I, it's the same team. I just, I, it's only two years. If this was three years, Gordon, or if this was his third, if this was Tibbs this year, right? okay, and you're saying he lost the locker room, I would buy it. It's four years. Gordon, it's one year. This was a 101-win team. How do you lose a locker room like that? It's hard to do. I don't know how you can lose a locker room in one, a clubhouse in this case. In one year, it's the same guys. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Um, do I think that Buck Showalter is exclusively the reason why the Mets are playing this way? No. I, do I think that he deserves to be fired based on how this season has gone? Probably not. But in baseball, in sports, you don't always get fired when it's your fault. Sometimes it's just you're, you're looking for something. You're looking for some kind of spark, and that's the move that you pull. Now, the Mets really have two choices. They can do something or they can do nothing. And if they do nothing and just wait for things to turn around, we've seen what that looks like from the last month. We've been waiting for about a month for them to turn things around, and it's only getting worse. So I, I don't know that firing the manager is, is all of a sudden going to jumpstart them to, to get back to the way they played last year. But are you going to do nothing? You're just going to go down with the ship? And, you know, I was actually thinking about it today. Is it possible that Steve Cohen is too rich? Hmm. Is it possible that he's so rich that he that, that whatever they spend on payroll, it doesn't matter? He'll just go, he'll go next year and, and spend some more. Like, there's nothing about this season that is going to make him get upset because he's got so much money, it doesn't matter. To him. Uh, 300, 400 million, eh, it's no big deal. Is it possible he's so rich that that's the reason why he's not had any response to this? That nobody's getting fired. He said nobody's on the hot seat. Because I think that any, anyone else in that situation, somebody that was not as wealthy as he is, that doesn't need the money from the baseball team, I get the feeling that they would have made a move by now. Or certainly that they would, it would be right on the horizon. Because if, I had to, if you ask me right now, are the Mets going to do something, big trade, big firing, or do nothing? I think it's pretty clear they're not going to do anything. They're just going to hope for this to turn around. And, and it doesn't seem like that's a coincidence based on who their owner is. 1-800-919-3776. I have a response to Gordon next on 987 ESPN. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Steve Cohen, when he took over this team, said that he, just because he had the money, didn't mean he was going to spend it like a drunk, drunken sale, I think was his, his uh, comment. And I think that eventually he he wants to get his, his program is to get this team a World Series title and also try to rebuild the farm system a little bit so they can get more out of it. Because really, when you think about the Mets farm system, you know, now you're starting to get some hitters, but it's been predominantly like pitcher heavy. Like their pitchers, they've done yes. a decent job of getting pitchers from their farm system, not so much hitters and everyday players, but they're starting to do a better job with that. I think, Gordon, this year, 
if he was thinking that way, he is not thinking that way anymore. I think that this he will start to curtail a little bit more of, of how he spends because he wants to wait and see just, you know, let me see just what's happened. I need some investment on this money. I need some investment to see what's happening here. I think the delay with him acting or doing something is because, as you mentioned, this is a veteran club. So for a veteran club, you would think that they would be able to go and do a better job at policing themselves, so to speak, right? That, that they would be able to, okay, this is what we need to do. We're professionals. We know what to do. We have to go out there and prepare. We have to do what we need to do. Another error by Beatty. We have to, you know, these are the things that, that these are the things that we need. We know what it takes to win games, okay? And this is what we have to do. So I think that's really the delay in him making a move. Gordon, I, I think, I think if this continues, he has no choice but to make a move. There, someone has to pay for the way this team is played. And it's probably going to be Buck Showalter. Somebody's got to pay. This is, once again, a team that won 101 games. They, they don't pitch. When they pitch well, they don't hit. When they hit, they don't pitch. And the fielding has been awful. And this is the problem that falls on Buck, right? The fielding and Gordon. I don't have to tell you about base running errors because Glaber Torres did it again yesterday. But the base running situation for this team is amazing. They constantly, and Gordon, I can't believe Brandon Nemo has struggled the way he has in the field and on the base paths. Up to this stretch, he'd been arguably the most consistent met that you had on this team. Yeah, it's it's uh, they're a complete mess. As we've said, there's not one area that you would point to and say, oh, no, th this is fine. This is good. We can count on this on a regular basis. Um, I would think the person who's going to take the blame for this is Billy Epler. Um, he's the one that has put this team together. It's never really felt like a complete team, even with the additions of, of your major prospects and Alvarez and Beatty and, and calling up Vientos at a time and Mauricio, if he gets called up here at some point. Uh, I think it's, it's going to be the GM. But if you're Steve Cohen, you're, it does feel like after this season, you're going to be starting over again. Yeah. Uh, there's going to have to – it's not just going to be one move. I think you're going to have to kind of tear this down a little bit uh, and rebuild it a little bit before you can move forward. And that's scary. <laughs> that's scary. Yeah, I, I mean, and it's kind of the position that the Mets find themselves in with the amount of money that they have spent. It, I, now, again, Steve Cohen can has the money to pay for the mistakes and eat the money and all that type of stuff because uh, the, the pieces that they have on this roster, there's not that many sellable pieces that are, are that other teams I don't think are going to jump at to, to go and grab unless the Mets are paying the, the bulk of the money. That's right. Tony's in Delaware. Tony, you're next on the Dan Grosser Show. Yeah, hey, guys. Um, I, I just think, uh, you know, the commentary about uh, Steve Cohen is coming from, uh, you know, just, just from the fans' perspective. I mean, this guy has built his fortune on being patient, uh, you know, identifying, you know, the you know the framework of what he wants to invest in and sticking with it, not – you know, fly by night. Oh, it's not working out. And jump ship. You know, hey, let's make the wholesale changes. So, I mean, I hear fans talking all this stuff. So, was Buck, Buck Showalter a good coach two years ago when y'all wanted him? Yeah, he was good last year. He was good. Well, Billy Epler was good, was good okay, last year so too. What? He now built a hundred and one win team. Okay, so now he's a uh, uh, a buffoon like uh, what Joe Biden. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what is he now? In one year, he just turned into a buffoon. 
I mean, well, I, here's the I, thing, again, Tony. Again, we're not saying that he is exclusively right. the reason why, but when we talk about if you're going to make a change somehow, you're going to shake something up, there's not that many options for you to shake things up. And, and you're right. Like, last year with the Phillies, they found themselves in a similar situation. Was Joe, did Joe Girardi go from a, a World Series winning manager to a buffoon overnight? No, but they fired him. And whatever benefit they got from that, his personality, whatever it was, it worked. I mean, they got to a World Series. They turned their season around as a result of that move. So, again, I don't think that either Larry or I think that anything's going to happen. And I don't think that we're throwing this all at the feet of Buck Showalter. But you have two options. Either you can just watch the ship go down, which it is going right now, or you can do something. And I I would be of the belief that you have to do something. You can't just watch the whole ship go down. Even in business, if the investments aren't working, that's why you sell your stock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, eventually, you it's a production business, just like sports is a production business, just like investments and stuff. So, yeah, I'm sure he made his money making some tough decisions, and he probably had to divest in other things and move it to other opportunities that he saw that were better moving. And that might be the situation here. So, no, I, you're right, Gordon. I don't think he should be fired, but I've been watching and covering sports long enough to know somebody has to pay when the team underachieves. Somebody. Because you can't get rid of all the players. So somebody. It's either, like Gordon, you mentioned Billy Epler. It's either going to be Epler or Showalter or somebody else. I mean, even in a minor way, I mean, Gordon, they traded Escobar. And, and what, what did Lindor say? He was the best teammate I ever had. <laughs> okay, is 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 that a message? You see, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. well, you you love this guy. Well, guess what? He's not playing well, and you're not playing well. And I'm going to get somebody in here that I can use to help my minor league system. He's gone. So that's a little message, a subtle message that hey, listen, anybody can be out of here. Just yesterday, you and Escobar were, you know, probably betting on betting on betting you know, on on promo code Gordon in the clubhouse for who's gonna, you know, what's coming up with with uh, who's gonna finish first in the in the NF in the NFC East, and now you have to do that via text because he's in he's playing with the Angels. Yeah, uh, if that was the move that they hope would send a message to the team, didn't work. That didn't work. <laughs> what else? Didn't work. What else you got? Yeah. And, well, they'll, and there'll be something else. They'll have to be. Because you can't continue this way, Gordon. You're right. You can't. You can't. Joseph's in Jersey. What's up, Joseph? Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, Joe. Well, I'm just calling to say that, like, why are Mets fans so upset? And why does somebody need to pay when you guys suck every year? Well, they didn't suck last year. They won 101 games. What did, did you make the playoffs? Yes. yes. Okay. Bye, bye, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, they did. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Gordon and I will come back next on ninety eight seventy ESPN. There's a clock. Look at the clock. Everybody knows you got to go. just get the ball and throw it. It's not that hard, Gordon. It's real simple. It's it real simple. Seem, it would seem to be. It would seem oh. to be. I mean. It, and there's always a discussion. What could you be discussing? The time ran out. What's the deal? Well, look, as, as parents, we know that just because you're in the wrong doesn't mean that you don't come up with a story, right? I mean, you could, you could have them dead to rights. doesn't matter. 
they'll, they'll still give you a reason why. No, no, they're not. They're not to blame. So yeah. I guess true. He, maybe he was trying some of that that mojo. Yeah, but, but I'm not sure. He's too old to be doing that. <laughs> yeah, he's not a kid anymore. That's for sure. <laughs> he's not Jack's age. No, he is not. He's, he's well about three of Jack's ages. Yeah, yeah, and then some. Right. <laughs> Ken's in Queens. What's up, Ken? Guys, before I get to my Mets here, quickly on the Jets. Do you think Mr. Cook is coming? I'm hearing all kinds of rumors, and uh, I say sign him before the Patriots or the Dolphins get him. What do you think? Well, if I were the Jets, I, I definitely would take a swing at him, Gordon. I mean, there's no guarantee that Brees Hall is going to be what he's what he was. You mm-hmm. hope he will be. Mm-hmm. But some depth right. at the running back would be great. I mean, Michael Carter. Gordon, if Michael Carter showed me something last year like he did the first year, I might not be so bullish on Cook. But he didn't, he didn't have a, a good sophomore season last year. Problem is, Cook mm-hmm. is looking. He's not going to be playing for five, six million. He wants like ten. So I don't think he's going to sign with anybody anytime mm-hmm. soon. Until I, I think he's now, uh, there's a dose of reality that's needed there. Okay, on the Mets, I think you guys are missing the point. Here's what's going to happen: Buck will survive the season because at the end of the season, when David Stearns takes over the Mets, okay. He will make the decision where the buck stays or goes, or he brings his boy counsel from Milwaukee with him, okay? So that's probably what's going to happen. But Ebla, or the GM, is going to be nothing but an errand boy next year if Stearns takes over. Go get me Dunkin' Donuts, go get me a coffee, and that's it, because Stearns will run the show, and that's the end of the story. I hear you, Ken, but and thanks for the phone call. But under that scenario, if I'm possibly going to get rid of Buck anyway, Gordon, I can get rid of him now, get, turn, try to turn the team around, right? Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to pay him anyway. So so if that's what I'm going to do, if that's the thought process, then okay, he has till the All-Star break. If they don't turn things around during the All-Star break, guess what? He's out. And then I'll get somebody else. The interim will fill in for the rest of the season, and then they'll make their change, which is the rumor that Stearns is supposed to be coming here to be the president. And they'll and they'll make the move and do what they're supposed to do. And 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 he's been mentioned to be coming here before, and he never came. So yeah, I know. Maybe this time it might be the same thing. I don't know. Could be. You never know. Uh, Arthur Arthur in Long Island is next on ninety eight seventy ESPN. For taking my call. You got it. So it's still on a Mets note. But uh, I know if you heard Colin this morning talking about Jimmy Pearsall. He was a flake, but he also wrote a, a book about uh, mental illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably for you, Larry. What's the most memorable thing that uh, Jimmy Pearsall did against the Mets? I don't remember. That's before me. Tell me. When he hit it, when he hit his hundredth home run, he ran the base bases backwards in order. Mm-hmm. To celebrate, wow! That's it. Just a, a little lighter note on the Mets. All right, Arthur. Thanks for thanks for the phone call. It's gonna be a long night, Gordon. You know, last week we had someone call up and say that the Yankees lefty hitters should bat right-handed. Yeah. And I thought, well, it's gonna be a long time yeah. before we we go down that road again. It's gonna be a long night. It's, it, it could be. This is what this is what the Mets are going through right now. Is that is that why McNeil walked to the <laughs> maybe is that why he walked to the field maybe after it, the clubhouse? this is what it this is what it does to oh. you this is what losing does to you Larry it drives you into some some very strange 
directions. There was a call on the K show today. Yes. And uh, someone had suggested that the Yankees just need like a, a mental coach. Oh. For the for the lineup, they need a mental coach, a strength. We, yeah, basically. Okay. So that that to put them in the right mindset to hit. Okay. I'm thinking to myself, maybe I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm not that deep a thinker. Maybe they just need better hitters. Like that, that might help. be the problem. Yeah, and and it would it might be cheaper than the coach. Well, <laughs> it might be more productive. And at the end of the day, it's all about production. But it look, is. I, you know, for the Yankee fan, I know there were some that were calling and complaining. Don had a very legendary rant today about Yankee fans Dude. complaining with the Mets are are going through their what they're going through. I don't want to. I don't want to try to make it like the, 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 you know, my problems are like the Met fans' mm-hmm, problems, right. but I just figured I'd bring that up. Okay. I've got a team that stinks. He's right. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Look at the record. Bill Parcells is singing somewhere. Your record <laughs> is what this, he's singing. Boy, this, this is this. Uh, you know what, Gordon? To be honest, the record is not even indicative because if these kids wouldn't come up here, Gordon, it would be worse. It really is kind of amazing. It would be worse. And and like the fact that the Mets have the the highest payroll by far and they were playing a game that they were playing yesterday and they turned to in a in a critical game, right? I mean, you 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 fought the Astros hard. You felt like okay, maybe even though you lost the series, maybe that's that's a sign of something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're playing a division rival. Who you, you really, own. Right, you own, and, and you want to be able to, to win the series. You haven't won series on the road regularly. And, and the guys that you're, you're relying on, uh, Jeff Brigham <laughs> and uh, what was the other guy's name? Natoli. Whatever. And, uh, no, I, non sequitur. Right, Josh <laughs> Walker. For a payroll, you would figure, hey, you're spending $400-something million on this team. We're going to have guys lined up. We're going to have it. so many guys. That's it. And and that's baseball. You are only as good as your weakest link. That's right. Because your weakest link in the course of a long baseball season always gets exposed. And unfortunately mm-hmm. for the Mets right now, it doesn't feel like they have anything but weak links. That's right. And they're all exposed. They're taking turns exposing themselves. Allen's in Blue Point. What's up, Allen? Alan. Hello. Hello, Alan. I, uh, hi. I heard Don LaGreca say to the, that the Yankees are home run or bust. Well, that's kind of ridiculous. Um, this guy, Volpe, he's a kid. He's 20 years old, 21 years old. He needs to be sent down to the minors to learn how to hit. Because all he does is homer or strike out, even though he had a double yesterday. What do you think of that? The Yankees aren't – that's not really the Yankees' problem. The Yankees are not home run or bust. Maybe at one time they were, but the Yankees' problems now are not home run or bust. They just don't have enough good hitters. They don't have enough professional hitters. The only guy you would say in their lineup that is home run or bust is Stanton. That's fair. But the rest of them yeah, – is, but- is Glaber Torres home run or bust? Is, is the Le- DJ LeMahieu home run or bust? Is, is uh, no, but- Rizzo home run or bust? In, in discussing Volpe, uh, uh, he said that he's home run or bust with him. He's got so well, no, he's just out. bust. He's not, he's he's not he's not, he's not doing very well. He's having a very rough so season. Why not send him down? Because they think that that's still that's their best option to win games. Upstairs. They don't have a better. They don't think they have a better option. Now I'm not saying they're right. They, they might have, be thanks, wrong. Alan. They might well, be wrong, but that's yeah. 
they don't think that they have a better option. Well, That's their said, well, crown jewel. Here's what Cashman said. Cashman said the priority for him is defense, and the guy's playing good defense, so they'll worry about the hitting later. Right. That's the bottom line. And as you mentioned, Gordon, I mean, they're not really relying on him for hits. It would be nice. Right. But they're not really – I mean, yeah, listen to the names you mentioned in the lineup. Rizzo. Don, well, you didn't mention Donaldson, but I no, will. No, he who, <laughs> who shall not be named. <laughs> I know his name won't come out of your mouth. No, no, he's just bust. <laughs> See, that's the thing. He's just bust. He's just. Bust. It's not that he's home runner, but it's not like he's he's doing well, poorly he because he's trying to hit home runs. Well, what's he got? He's got like seven hits and eight number home runs or something right. like that. You know, it's, it's great. So, it, but in other, in other words, though, my point was the names that you have in that lineup that should be producing. Volpe is not one of them. No. You know, you, he, he suppo- should be he's to- supposed to be kind of along for the ride, yeah. and whatever he gives you is a bonus. And, and look, if he can give you a little speed at the bottom of the order, get on base a little bit, that's great. Anything he gives you offensively, as long as he fields the position the way that it should be, that would be great. He's kind of just kind of flying under the radar as a rookie, mm-hmm. trying to get his feet wet as a professional major league player. But unfortunately, because the Yankees' offense has struggled as much as it has, mm-hmm. All of a sudden, now everybody's going to be, well, what about this guy? What about this guy? And We need and everybody. Wolfie. Yeah, you need everybody, including the shortstop. You do. Danny's in Long Island. What's up, Danny? Uh, just out for a little late evening walk here after dinner. I'm not going to revolve my day around the Mets because if, if it's a bad movie, you, you don't stick around and watch it. You do something that, that entertains you. So I'll check in when I get home. But, you know, I try to be optimistic because we have three months to go. And can we really – throw up in front of the television set every day for the next week. You know, you, you, you're trying to hold on to something. You know, you're trying to cling to the to the raft, the Titanic. You know, you're trying, you need something to give you some some hope that you can at least salvage some joy out of your summer. And all I can say is that at least they're hitting. The, 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 the ways they lose are so beautiful, so imaginative that, you know, Steven Spielberg wouldn't, they, they, they'd reject it. You know, three walks and two hit by pitches. No, can't happen. Major League Baseball. But if you're losing one nothing and two nothing, it would be boring. So now, the, but they are hitting. So if they continue to hit, they won't pitch. These two geriatric starters, they have to they have to settle down and pitch well. Then the Mets can say, well, maybe we could pick up a third starter, Demont McGill, knock Senga down to the fourth, and then we have a chance. But it all well, has to happen with one and two. They I hear you, Danny. Well, Got to run. Thanks for the phone call. You're right. Uh, that's what has to happen. And there is another starter that's coming. Quintana. He's supposed to be coming soon. We'll talk about that. <laughs> Maybe. And we'll talk Yankees next. Hardesty and Damer in for Grasso on 98.7 ESPN. Did you make the playoffs? Hello? This 